0: Welcome to what's the tea. He's are to the edgy.
1: And she's you Nick. <laughs> that's who I am. That's what I am. <laughs> Not you shaking your fucking brain. <laughs> uh she's Nick Jew. Um hi. What's going on?
0: I would say it's the third week in the row, but uh one of the shows. Did not get posted until last week. So y'all got two last week.
1: They got a double, they got a double a dose.
0: A double double.
1: <laughs> they got a double down.
0: With cheese.
1: With half breaded and half uh half grilled.
0: Half grilled, because that was all we had. That's
1: all we had. That's all we had. I was like, that's okay, put it in the box. Like <laughs> nigga, it's it's chicken. No. I'm like the corn boy, but with, with chicken. It's,
0: chicken. it's, <laughs> I just,
1: it's just just chicken. I just really love chicken. <laughs> I just
0: really
1: love chicken. I just really love chicken. There's um, this um there's I this eat. uh restaurant near where we're doing the show, and they have this drink that one of the bases is watermelon. It's so delicious, oh, ooh, but I, like, ooh. I got to be real secretive about how I order that.
0: <laughs> you better get that watermelon. Um, I did not know. Did we read this email from Yolanda?
1: I don't think we've read an email in a long time. We've been bullshitting for the last two weeks, oh, yeah. for the last six months. <laughs>
0: I just wanted to make sure that we read it. Um, There's a voicemail, but it's from the tax department.
1: Uh, Did you see that lady on, uh, I'm sure you did, because you're actually on Twitter, where she like tried to reverse scam them, where they were like, you need to give us your name and social security number. And she's like, yeah, hold on. And she played a sound that was like, voice recognition complete. And she did her newscaster voice and she was like, Hello, I'm calling with Channel I'm with Channel 4 News and we've been doing an investigative report on these scams. The way that I got one of those calls maybe like I think it was 2017 and I was meeting my friend cuz we were going to a screening of a movie in Central Park and the way that my heart stopped and I was about to like lay down in the middle of traffic because I thought that the police were coming to my house.
0: I would
1: have, too. Oh, my God. And then they were like, well, you can pay your tax bill if you go to Target and get a gift card. And I was like, oh, nigga, fuck you. (laughs) I was calling my dad. I was like, I would like, I've never been so scared. I was like white bitch scared. You know what I mean? Like, it was like a level of terror I've never felt before and then to know that it was all a scam I got so angry I was like where where are you located because I want to beat your ass
0: you, like imagine like our senior citizens Like real talk I worry about my mom all the time but thankfully she will like send me shit before she clicks on anything or whatever because they be really trying to get people
1: I should be telling my mom I'm like mom no I don't do it mom
0: Yeah, absolutely not. Um, Um, what's the tea? Let's read. Oh, we
1: got we got an email. We got an email.
0: And then also to now we can read the reviews from iTunes.
1: Oh Jesus!
0: I can look on the phone. Um, I think we might have read this, but just in case we didn't, um, it's called "Release Your Wiggle" from Sugar Babe. Good day, Renaissance Saints. A quick check-in to say hey, hey, I missed you guys, and welcome back. I'm still heated over this album. I wake up with songs from the album in my head and randomly inserting lyrics in regular combo. God, I love it. This whole episode had bars. I screamed when Reggie said, "panic," <laughs> And I fell off my chair when Nick G said, Anxious Superstar. Uh, I just want okay. you to know that I'm over 40 and can't afford to injure myself. You will be getting a letter from my lawyer via DMs. <laughs> also, it's always a weird feeling when your therapist decides to release you back into the wild. I know for me it felt like losing a crutch I'd been leaning on for a while. Fortunately, they usually leave us with the tools to stand unaided and get back up when we get knocked down. You got this. Hug. Signed, pure honey, also anxious superstar, Yolanda. <laughs>
1: Unless you're uh, doing a session with Iyanla and then she just tells you to speak it into the hole and then (laughs) leave. (laughs) Speak it into the hole. I'm gonna just go in the bush and weep.
0: Some of the TikTok gurus will tell you to like talk into some water and drink it for manifestation purposes. I might have tried it.
1: The way that I almost spit my food (laughs) out.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, there's, some, there's some older reviews because I know we haven't read them in so long. that I'm going to go all the way back to last year. We got one called I Feel Seen, Five Stars by, from Shady Dane. This duo from the Bay reminds me so much of my life. Black Broadway nerds who love John Mayer and throw in a hey boo. I've been listening for years, thanks to TPGWT. Keep up the good work, and thanks for making staying in the house during Rona a little less painful. Look at us.
1: Oh, thanks. We're providing a public service. Where's our fucking Nobel Peace Prize?
0: Right? Five stars. Love them from an edited life. I always look forward to catching up with my play cousins. Thank you, play cousins. This is from Peaches323. Five stars. Love the show. Keep them coming.
1: We'll do our best. No promises. This is from Trey M.
0: Hey, boo. I discovered this podcast last year and have been in love ever since. People started listening to us in 2020, like during the pandemic. I know they were like these inconsistent ass motherfuckers. Um, they are music scholars, sports commentators, Twitter analysts, and theater nerds. Come for the versatility and stay for the foolishness. This night skin is a fan for life. Still laughing good off of that one. (laughs) That was.
1: Uh, come for the versatility and stay for the foolishness. I might actually get that tattooed on myself somewhere.
0: Okay, we need a T-shirt. Um, friends, doing it for, and then it ran out of space. But this is for my real life friend Michelle. First, shout out, hey, Nikki, and Reggie. Second, a few words about the tea. Hilarious, thought-provoking genius. Parte. Most importantly, the best podcast, not blowing smoke for real, that I listen to. And I'm not saying that because I know these two. It's simply true. Happy 50th, 50th, Oh Wow, very proud of you both. This was a, um, she had updated from earlier,
1: obviously. Uh, I was like, we've had more than 50. 50- <laughs> oh my God, this is 400. Four hundred. Is this
0: 400? Is this 400? <laughs>
1: oh we did it we did it they said i said we'd get there before the end of the year
0: (laughs) right uh this is from jack of all trades one love just listen you'll fall in love with nick and reggie i never miss an episode and smile each time when the new episode hits my feed. it's like that weekly three-way call from my besties Q's golden girls theme song look at us see this is why we need to do the show because people like us
1: people are depending on (laughs) us
0: This is from Jory Jo Jackson. Love, love, love this show. I would literally punch someone over these two and their guests. LOL, love them all. We family, we are family. Love to you and your beautiful wife. Thank you for the review. Um, this is from K. T. My favorite podcast to, I don't know. Apple cuts off the rest of the review. I love podcasts, and Nick, you and Reggie have taken that love over the edge. Come on, their commentary is top tier, and their interactions with each other wholesome, chaotic, and the absolute funnest. Thing i've listened to in a while i'm here from tbgwt but i binged every show available in a week i wish apple displayed all episodes instead of just 48 but i became a Patreon member because i couldn't get enough and i don't even watch drag race you definitely need to add this to your rotation because it's actual gold thank you so much so we usually only keep about 10 shows in the um Rotation, but we haven't deleted in a while. So 48 is a lot compared to a lot of
1: shows, girl. Um,
0: yeah. So eventually, when I get my computer back, I will start deleting but adding things to um, the Patreon. So they will be there. Thank you all so much. We haven't done feedback in a long time, but uh, we see you. We love you. We appreciate you.
1: We really do. We really okay,
0: do. Hit my, hit my motherfucking theme music.
1: Oh, no, not not now. <clears throat> Do this don't make no goddamn sense.
0: It's like on a special episode of What's the Tea? Okay, so we went to the U.S. Open. Well, not you. Me and Thomas and our friend group. No,
1: I did not go. I was in a depressive um, state.
0: So were we see yeah, our friend. Anyway, that's not what this is about. So the <laughs> is the official cocktail of the US open. It's whatever vodka is sponsored that year great goose uh, belvedere I think this year gray goose. Yeah. It's always
1: great goose. yeah yeah yeah
0: okay. It's delicious. Um, you so when you go into the open like in the grounds, there are several bars. But the lines are always, like, ridiculous. So last year, we figured, go inside get the honeydews from one of the concession stands. It goes a lot faster. There was two lines, one of them slightly shorter than the other. So, of course, we're like, this one looks like it's shorter. And then at one point, one lady was up at the register for, like, 15 minutes. I'm not lying. Absolutely Um, not. What the fuck is going on? so finally, I figured it out. The people who were ringing customers up, we're also making the drinks. So like with each order, they had to go make the fucking cocktail from scratch. Instead of having like one additional person back there just making the honeydews. Also, baby, you can batch different. them shits. Yeah. So then I get up to the line after waiting in this line for like 20 whole minutes. She goes, I just ran out of honeydews. I'd make them eight at a time. Hold on. And then proceeded to go and make eight drinks while I stood there and waited. No. This don't make no goddamn sense. First of all, why are the people who are ringing people up also making all the drinks?
1: I know y'all can't see me shaking my finger in the camera, but I'm shaking my finger in the camera. This is, is the years. largest the largest single attended sporting event in the United States.
0: It's Actually, 20- maybe
1: maybe in the world.
0: It's one time a year.
1: Two weeks. Y'all know everybody gonna want that $16 motherfucking drink with the little... And
0: it's Saturday. It's Saturday. Arguably the most attended day of, of this week, with the exception of the other days because Serena was there. But like, Saturday. what? Why aren't you staffed appropriately? I understand we're coming out of a... We're in a pandemic. We're in two pandemics. But... Like, there were people all over the grounds. You couldn't have put a couple extra people in the bars?
1: No goddamn sense. No no goddamn sense.
0: And then, on my fucking air track, on the way home, I... uh, Okay, so you know, I'm always at (laughs) the place where I need to be, like an hour, hour and a half before time. And this is why. (laughs) I left Harlem... Uh, 45 minutes before I wanted to be where I was going and I was cutting it real close like I'm trying to get to
1: wait you left forty. You left Harlem 45 minutes before you needed to so you allotted 45 minutes to get to the place you were going which would
0: have still given me like 25 minutes before probably the train came so like cutting Great. it close but like a full hour in advance for like a 15 minute subway ride okay Great. As I'm getting to the subway, the motherfucking train is leaving that I want to get on, but I'm like, Of course. The next one will be here in five minutes per Google. Not that day. Didn't come. The one after that didn't come. 23 minutes later, I'm sweating profusely. Uh huh. And um, about to throw up.
1: You said Harlem, so I, I knew right. you were sweating profusely.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about to throw up. Because at this point, I'm going to miss my train. Like, either I'm going to miss it or I'm going to get there. just. And then, like, just at one point on the subway, I just decided. I was like, no, you're not going to miss it. It's going to be close, but it's going to be fine. So my train was leaving at 12.55. We pulled in to Penn Station at 12.38, which gave me. Okay. But I still – so the walk from Penn Station to Wynham – It's like a smooth eight, nine minutes. So I got there and sat in a seat on the train at 12.50. By the grace of God, I made it with five minutes to spare. But what I did not have time to do was get anything to eat or drink for the train ride. So after we left Penn, I'm like, let me go get in line for the bar cart. That shit was 15 people deep. Once again, one person back there. And he's not only ringing everybody up, he's making the shit too. So I leave, come back in an hour because at this point I've had like three sips of water and an Uncrustable and a starving <laughs> and thirsty. <laughs> I'm no one to blame but myself, but the line was just booming. I gave it an hour. I came back. The line was just as long, but I guess he had found a rhythm by then because it only took like five minutes. Not a rhythm, Jesus. So by... 3:30 p.m. I was eating my first meal
1: of the day and drinking
0: water, but like
1: that don't make no goddamn sense.
0: I just don't understand why the lines was so long this weekend, Jesus. Why don't y'all have an efficient system? It's Labor Day. Correct. You can you you don't think it's gonna be staffed?
1: Like you don't think people are gonna be doing things? Right. You didn't think that went through? Right. Um, yeah, I I had a slightly, um, I feel, so we have a, a friend of the show, real life enemy of mine, um, who likes to arrive at places 10 minutes after the train, plane or automobile is supposed to leave. Um, and I feel like I'm in the middle between y'all like you want to be there three hours early he wants to be there three
0: hours early but I don't ever want something like what just happened to me to happen
1: he likes to leave five minutes after it's supposed to take off and I'm like in the middle um and I was taking a flight and my usual thing is like okay I want to arrive at the airport. If I'm taking a domestic flight, I want to arrive at the airport an hour before boarding starts. Because like, if the way that my, my itchy wallet is set up, the longer I'm at the airport, the more money I'm going to fucking spend. So I'm going to be at the like bar.
0: To, yeah, I would like to be at my gate an hour before we leave. So I, I'd like to get to the airport like an hour and a half before yeah. boarding so i in case it takes a long time to get through security i can go find correct. my gate because i have to take medicine because i can't fly sober
1: correct 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 the way that i got to the airport i got to my gate and the plane was already boarded
0: oh jesus
1: and I was in no danger of missing my flight, but they just like, did a very efficient job of boarding. Like I was like right. running to my gate <laughs> and there was n- nobody there. I know your was like, did they leave? I was like, uh, hel- hello, hello? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh yeah, come on. And I wasn't even the last person there, but I was like, okay, that's cutting it too close. Yeah, no this
0: she did. I like my fucking heart rate, would not come down for the entire train ride. And I was like, what's going on? Like, I'm here. I I'm I know I'm going home. I'm pretty relaxed. Like, why the fuck is my heart rate like... <laughs> <laughs> like, lord.
1: Um, but there is something really special about being in New York City, even in the, like, oppressive humidity. I, I played tennis uh, yesterday and... I was wearing a shirt that was specifically engineered for athletic activities. The way that I had to ring that bitch out for a minute and there was like, it was a puddle. I was like, this is, this is not of God. This, this can't be healthy.
0: It wasn't like the worst though. I would say it was pretty temperate, especially on Saturday, Sunday, it was a little muggy. But I also wasn't. Playing
1: tennis, and I took my I got back to where I was staying, and I took my shirt off to take a shower. The tan that had developed over that ninety minutes of playing in the sun, I was like, this, this is a goddamn this this doesn't make any goddamn
0: sense.
1: Um, so who did you see at the um? You said it's called the U.S. Open. I've, I've I've never heard of it.
0: I don't. I've, I've never seen you at <laughs> so. it, so.
1: Got, it got canceled after last Friday at yeah. 11 o'clock.
0: <laughs> um, we saw Rafael Nadal playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Before he lost? Yeah, the, the match prior to him losing. That's coming later for my... my mm-hmm. um, really? Big foe?
1: Child. It's not ski-based. All right. Like oh, I know it's not ski. I know it's not ski-based.
0: <laughs> a, a small child. Um, I I don't know what the man's name was, but Thomas said that he had like, you know, some small turning wins. And like, was it know, Fabio was Fognini? No. Um, it was like, oh, I think it started with a G. His last
1: Um, let me tell you' I think I oh, know. was it Richard Gasquet?
0: yes, yes, yes,
1: yes, I'm telling you for the last twenty five years, the day she loses, I just like stopped paying attention, but I know who some of these people are,
0: yeah, yes, it was it was him, and he was like at first, it was like a fucking bloodbath, and then, um, you know the he tried to fight back, he stood up, he was like. I'm trying to be in this bitch, and then he. Well,
1: they've played 18 times over their professional career, and he's never beaten Jesus Nadal. Yeah, Yeah.
0: um, and then the women—it was an American woman, and then um, uh, Elise, Cornet, yeah, and the American one.
1: I don't remember who she played. I know she's on the other half of the draw, but.
0: I didn't want to be racist, but it was something like Christine Collins or something.
1: Oh, Danielle Collins.
0: Yes. Yes. That was a very Anglo name.
1: Yeah. She lost last night.
0: Yeah. She she won the night we saw. And it was funny because we were like, you know, obviously if you pronounce it correctly, Alizé Cornet, she's clearly a French woman, but Alizé Cornet. Oh, Alizé. That's a sister from Compton.
1: Alizé Cornet. Yeah. Yeah. with two t's and an e at the end
0: yeah alizé cornett that's a whole different person
1: <laughs> and she'd be getting butt too
0: yeah she was she'd like hit her um racket on the ground i'm like oh i didn't think we could do that now let somebody else white, do that the, and it's a problem
1: the white people can just not not the right. not the black ones
0: and then at one time she got like a really difficult point and Alizé was like putting her hands up like, you know, gas me up, gas me up.
1: <laughs> oh, she'd be doing the most. She also like is very, very well known on the tour for like faking cramping and like hobbling but, like between points and then be running around like a damn mosquito. Oh no. The girl, the girls be sick of her and her antics. She'd she be giving... That dramatiques on the court
0: also there's a new like safety precautionary thing where they have to go get their own towel like from the corner
1: yeah that's a COVID thing
0: and every single time i was like when richard and rafael were playing i'm like why is he leaving like oh
1: where (laughs) he going Get
0: his towel i'm like you could just leave
1: which i i actually appreciate now because the ball kids used to do that during COVID. Mm-hmm. And like some of the players would like throw their towels at the ball yeah, kids no, and it just not. used, I, I, I appreciate the way that the US Open has evolved since COVID. Like there's no line judges anymore. It's all electric yeah. line calling, which <laughs> deeply confused Zendaya. Because she was looking at the screen being like, that's out. No, How is that not out? That's out. That's out. Girl, that was all of us. Um, and the ball kids just have to be responsible. The ball persons, because some of them are like young adults. Um, the working, ball,
0: okay? Like moving.
1: Correct. They just have to be responsible for getting the tennis balls in the right spot and don't have to be the towel person. And I think it's a little more humane that way. So I, I'm excited to see-
0: you know, fucking sanitary. I don't want to touch your sweaty ass cow even if it's not COVID times. Correct. Like, ew. ew. Also, especially realized, playing
1: at New York City in the humidity in the summer. No yeah, thanks.
0: That's nasty. And uh, they be spitting shit like rubbing, wiping their nose. Like I'm not touching that. No. Um. So I also realized at one point, I'm like, I swear the ball person gave her two balls, like, where's the other ball? And Thomas was like... She in her booty? In her shorts. She put it in her shorts. I'm like, you mean to tell me you have to play a whole point with the motherfucking another ball on your person. With a booty ball. Right. Yeah. Because women's tennis clothes don't have pockets? Some of them do. Now.
1: I also, um, I was playing <laughs> tennis and the shorts that I was wearing... Um, we're snuck. Mm -hmm. So I also had to tuck the ball (laughs) up under my booty. (laughs) (laughs) You have to tuck it for real, (laughs) actual tuck. I I play with a booty ball. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Doesn't that feel like awkward? Not really. Like you mean?
1: No, no, those shorts are tight. uh yes yeah um i'm i'm glad you all went i think next year no i'm You're what invited. oh i wasn't going with you i was just we saying know. like
0: we know <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 no one can see the gesture i'm making on the camera right now but that's it's okay they can i was
0: on another the screen they can
1: use their imagination Um, Um, but I, I think, I hope I'll be further along in my grieving process. I don't know. I mean, I think the days of me like waking up at two o'clock in the morning to watch matches are over. Um, Even
0: for your, is Nadal your current
1: fave? Uh, yeah, I think he's, well, Nadal and Andy Murray are my two favorite men's players. Okay. Um uh I yeah, I guess, but also, like it's just better to watch the highlights. I'm like, I don't I can't be doing this like if i'm if I'm at a place and it happens to be on, sure, right. but I think the days that like I really do feel very sorry for most of the people that I dated, um, there's one of them who could ride in hell, uh, but like. Mm-hmm. And, the,
0: and surprisingly, it's not the same one for me.
1: <laughs> I, I know. Well, they could ride in hell for you, too. Ciao. Um, they, better be, they better ride in hell for you. Shit. Mm. <laughs> uh, but, of like, course. the way that I would be, like, if Serena was on, like, don't talk to me. Don't Uh-oh. touch me. But
0: I like, feel like that's the thing that you... I don't know. I think that like I'm I'm that way about certain things, but I also know that about myself. So like, if it's Oscar night and you're not down for the cause, then we shouldn't watch the Oscars together. Like,
1: it's also not cute or funny to me if you're like rooting for the other person to be fun. Um, like,
0: Sam did that to me with the Warriors, and I was just like, you're you're not even like a fan of the team that they're playing. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Like, okay, well then let's shake hands and, and, you know, not watch this together. Like there's just no point.
1: Correct. There's no, there's no point. So now I feel like maybe I might, I might be able to <laughs> be more pleasant to like be around. enjoy
0: tennis with people. <laughs> From.
1: Uh, well, for me,
0: like I'm, you know, always like, I feel like in every sport, a really casual fan, but after going to the open last year, I have been kind of paying more attention to things. I mean, like, I went to the City Open, which I think I'm going to also make an annual tradition. um, Yeah. Because it's right here. There's no reason why I can't go every year. Um, But, like, I've started watching a lot of of the Open this year, like, just having tennis on until, like, 1 a.m. or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can't do this um, all year, <laughs> like,
1: no. Well, there's only, like, there's four Grand Slams in, Fev- like, late January, early February, late May, early June, late June, early July, and late August, early September. The rest of it is all just, like...
0: All year. That's all year.
1: But, ba- I and, mean, like, compared to basketball...
0: What? And, like, one of them is in this country?
1: Correct. Correct. the the time zones the time zones can be a little rough, especially for I'm the French Open in Wimbledon.
0: Right, because I'm already doing that with with soccer. Like August is when the season starts, and you know, so far Arsenal hasn't played ridiculously early, but like on the West Coast, you could be up at like six o'clock in the morning watching fucking football.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I have my life back, which I appreciate, and so does that lady, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> she um, she
0: was taking a nap for the rest of the weekend. I heard that.
1: <laughs> um, what's the tea?
0: Um, the Emmys happened?
1: They sure the fuck did, Emmy winner Coleman Domingo.
0: Like, yeah, it wasn't like... The Emmys, Emmys, it was something, I don't know. Was it's it the creative,
1: TV? It's, it's the creative arts Emmys. So it's all the ones that are not on the televised ceremony. So it's like the makeup ones, the guest star ones, the-
0: So like, what did Coleman
1: win? Guest star on uh, Euphoria. Oh, I
0: thought he was like a series regular.
1: Mm-mm. Okay.
0: Now why would yeah. the guest star be on the child?
1: Because I think there's already so many, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's like comedy series, drama series, limited series, made-for-TV movies, and then there's like all those categories in all Actor, of those.
0: Actress, supporting,
1: director, director, director. writer. Yeah, it's too much.
0: Yeah. Well, Coleman.
1: I know. I know. I'm very, 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 very excited for him.
0: That's amazing
1: yeah yeah um but i don't know when the i don't know when the 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 televised emmy uh awards are i think it's next sunday
0: i do not know Hmm. you know i don't watch them
1: right i'm still so behind on television i was just like oh yeah that tv show is a thing that i've heard of cool
0: yeah, I'm. You know, I have a list, and I think that I just I'm choosing the wrong things on the list because it, I'm not like loving the things, and so I'm less likely to watch other things. Like I don't, I can't watch like a bunch of shows at the same time that I'm like uh-uh. catching up on. So I finally caught up on Succession. It was hard. It was a. Why do you say that? It was. I just didn't enjoy the show that much. Like I feel like. If I, it was like a, I was entertained, Uh but I don't think the show is as good as the fans say it is. Cause everybody's like the writing, it's like, it's not that great to me. I thought the performances were fine. It was white mess, but it wasn't like, I have to get through this. Like I, I watched like an episode a day until I finished it. I think maybe on the weekend I would watch two on one day like it was just not one of those shows where you just eat it up you know for me
1: yeah no it's definitely white mess and i for a while i had to like whenever someone would say succession i had to hear it three times because i would get it confused with billions yeah which is yeah. not the same <laughs> or
0: also now severance
1: yeah 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 and which my, is great
0: yeah severance is amazing billions I think that I just was not in, I don't know, I was trying to watch Billions um, while I was working out and I was also watching Black Monday at the same time and I ended up just leaning towards Black Monday. And I mean, Black
1: Monday is a great show.
0: It was incredible. Billions is hard to digest unless you're just like sitting down watching the show. So I may revisit Billions. Um, I've got Peaky Blinders on my list. Um, what else? The other two and a show called Blackbird.
1: Oh, yeah, the other two. The other two is a great show.
0: And then there's also that show with Jennifer Lewis. Um, I'm gonna take the name. <laughs> I think it's on showtime or something. I was
1: like not blackish.
0: no, um, I was about to say it's called... Sorry for your loss, but that's definitely not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at her. Uh, I, I love that for you, is what it's called. Oh. It is on um, Showtime. Also stars Vanessa what? Bayer, Molly Shannon.
1: That's why, because I didn't, I think about that show as like a Molly Shannon show, and I was like, oh, I didn't know she was yeah. on that too.
0: And then I watched the first episode of the um, A League of Their Own show on Prime.
1: Oh, yeah, how's that?
0: I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm probably Ooh. not going to Ooh. finish it. It's not bad, it's just I don't understand why we're telling this story again. Um, I love A League of Their Own. I've seen that movie hundreds of times, and I just... I feel like if you're in a, in a position where you can create a story, why not tell a different story, right? Like you can make one up if you want to (laughs) like Mm -hmm. create a time in either the past or the present or the future where the men have to go to a, a, a fictional war and create a women's baseball league based off of that, you know, so you don't have to do this gymnastics with creating queer characters and black characters and you could just do whatever you want you know
1: i see so you're saying that they were trying to be too fastidious to the movie and because of that is like creating some artistic challenges trying to make the show a a modern show
0: right and i'm one of those people who's like i'm never on team who asked for this but the movie is great in my opinion. I I didn't need a a retelling of that story with like not just in your opinion similar, similar characters, characters yeah. but different. Yeah, so for me, I it, I'm sure it's fine, but after watching the first episode, I was not compelled to continue.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's that's the review that was <laughs> that's, that's the official and WTT I usually, pod review. You know,
0: and I usually will give a show like three episodes before I dip out, but because we are in a place where there's so much to watch, and I've always been one of those people, like, just like with Succession, I caught up because I'm interested to watch it live, uh-huh. um, because I see people tweeting about it, and I'm down for a fun live tweeting experience, but even that, like, with, like, Game the, the Dragon, the Little Dragon show, I don't really tweet along with the timeline, I just sort of Watch it and tweet, and then respond to my mentions. I do like the communal feel of watching a show together with people. But yeah,
1: like,
0: I think for for me for Succession, I was I just kept waiting to like love it, and I'm like, oh well, I'm halfway done now. I might as well finish it. And I don't want to put myself in a similar position with a league of their own. Like I didn't love it, so why would I like force myself to finish it? You know?
1: No, ain't no way.
0: When people are loving like Peaky Blinders, I'm like maybe I'll start that. Maybe I'll start some old show that everybody loved that I never got into. There's just too much content to watch a bunch of stuff you don't like.
1: Did you ever see The Sopranos? Yes. Um, I know you saw Six Feet Under. Yes. Um, did you see Normal People? No. That one's good. It's. is that a movie or a show it's a mini series
0: is it based off of a movie
1: i don't think so i don't think so it it was good it made me feel many ways but that's good um yeah yeah there's there's yes there's at this point there are too many things to watch to like force yourself to complete something that you don't love. Did you see Yellow Jackets?
0: No, because, isn't it about? Um...
1: I know exactly what you're about to say, and the answer is yes. Yeah,
0: I'm
1: good. Wait, but, but finish the sentence.
0: Cannibalism?
1: <laughs> I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Um, it is alluded to in the show, um okay. but because i'm squeamish <laughs> yeah no 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 you don't it's not like you know we sit in the room like and the i like Florida break <laughs> <diet>. <laughs> 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 yeah no 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 it's not it's not like that plus like christina ricci and juliette lewis are doing their good crazy lady acting
0: yeah, I mean it. It felt very relevant to my interest, but I kept
1: seeing things
0: about cannibalism, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not doing that."
1: That's not one of my interests. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Doing yeah. That. I I recommend. I recommend it. It's it's, it's the same it's reason good why watching. I haven't
0: watched Ozark. Like, I know that there's hella gratuitous violence, and I just oh, mm-mm. I don't think it's for me. No, I'm I, I'm, I'm dealing with the dragon show, like. Yeah, That's all I got as far as my stomach could take.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no.
0: I watched Honk for Jesus Save Your Soul.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't love it. What didn't you love about it?
0: It. It was, you know what it was? It wasn't funny. But I oh. can tell very much that it's supposed to be a dark comedy. Sterling K. Brown and Regina Hall are acting their asses off. And I know yeah. that they did a um, theatrical release so they can be eligible for Oscar consideration. And they both absolutely should be specifically Regina Hall. Like, it is past time. Past yeah. time. Um, and she's killing it. But it was like... It was just like Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, but niggas.
1: I don't like the way you said that.
0: And I don't think that I have a reservation about it because I'm, you know, a good Christian bitch. Oh. uh It just fell kind of flat for me. And I fell asleep like three times and had to keep rewinding it. I might try watching it again just to make sure it wasn't me. They have like I an eighty four percent on um rotten tomatoes, and I think that's about fair to a little general. Oh. And it just Okay and, and it just ends. Weird. It just ends.
1: That's strange. How long is it?
0: It's a couple hours and it's supposed to be like a um It's like a documentary, a documentary is being made about these people. Uh And so they like break the fourth wall, but then you never see the people that they're talking to who are like making the film.
1: Huh. Fascinating.
0: I I didn't love it.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. But There
0: is one scene that is going to make you kick and scream and holler if you watch it. And I just have two words. What? Mime ministry.
1: Well, thanks for tuning in to our 400th and final episode. Um, I can't do this shit no more. Yeah, because my friend Brittany did the short film that inspired that movie. And I know there is a picture of her in the like mime uh, Situation, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is happening? I, I have questions, and I'm excited, <laughs> but I have questions."
0: Yes, immediately, yes.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Um,
0: um it's close to the end. Like, you know, if you want to go find it, but it's, you know, I just <sighs> wasn't for me. Wasn't for me.
1: But you know what? What a blessing from God to be able to be like. In the, in the great words of the poet laureate and microphone fellatio expert, Jill Scott, everything ain't for everybody, but I right. tried anyway.
0: But I tried anyway. And that's the thing is like, even with Succession, I can see that there are actors doing their job. I appreciate that. Um, it's why that there's so few things that I watch because I know- that I only like certain genres. And like, for stuff that's outside of my preferred genre, do I like certain things? Sure, sometimes, but like, you know, for the most part, I'm kind of, I like a rom-com. I like a drama, like a sweeping romance. Like, I just, I know what I like.
1: And and that to me is like the difference between understanding your own taste and trying to, like, flatten it and say, like, if I don't like it, it's objectively bad. Yeah, and that is also why that. I appreciate you, Yeah, one of the many reasons that you're like, I didn't like it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's without merit. I just didn't like it.
0: It just wasn't for me.
1: And, like, no shade to you if you did like it. It just wasn't for me.
0: And it's interesting because Hunk for Jesus should be for me, but it's just, it's not for me. Okay. And then, like the Christian ladies are shitting on it on Facebook because they thought it was going to be a thing like celebrating this sort of thing, which I didn't know what to expect honestly, but it was going to be more zany or whatever. Ah, uh,
1: okay, all right. Kind of not it just wasn't funny.
0: It felt like it didn't know what it wanted to be. Like I, I could tell it was supposed to be funny.
1: And I think also sometimes the challenges. Uh, in projects that are like about a very specific Christian experience, have tone issues?
0: Yes, yes.
1: And audience issues because they're yes. like, who is this for? And how do we make sure that the people watching this are laughing with it and not at it?
0: And I think it is made to be laughed at, which is a har- uh, a very uh, difficult maneuver.
1: It's made to be laughed at? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's challenging.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't think we're supposed to be sympathetic to these people.
1: Huh. Yeah, that's hard to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But Not I think possible, people but... people
0: who are enjoying it are people who are, like, who hate Christianity, who grew up in church and feel a certain way about that. I think those people are enjoying it.
1: I see. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate.
0: So, you know, I think they're both acting down.
1: And is it just the two of them? Excited.
0: I mean, they're Nicole Beharie. Um, plays. Oh yeah, I like her. A small part. She's amazing. I don't know who the man is who plays her husband. There, it's like they're the only two people in it that I know. Uh huh. I'm not. I I did not love it.
1: Well, the housewives of Potomac are coming back.
0: Did you see that photo? With them all in red? No. Oh, everybody ate. It's the promo photo. They're all in red gowns. Everyone looks incredible. Everyone.
1: I saw the promo video, though. Baby. It's going to be
0: Wait, you saw a video? It it just came out today.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I haven't seen it yet, but did you see the motherfucking um, Salt Lake City trailer? No. Girl, I'm
1: so happy. This is okay, y'all. I just need this is an un uh, uh, uh unsolicited promo for therapy. <laughs> it just works. <laughs> like, go to therapy, everybody. Because the way that after last year, I thought I would never be able to watch Bravo again because it was gonna make me too sad, I'm so happy that I was able to reclaim this mess in my life because sweet honey in the rock. this shit is it's it's gonna be a crazy a crazy year of Bravo shenanigans.
0: I can't wait. I'm like super excited because Beverly Hills is just pissing me off. like I can't even enjoy it at this point. I'm just so angry with everything.
1: They're so draining too.
0: Yeah, super draining. Um I want you to hear this and just listen.
1: I'm scared. <laughs> and
0: the the tweet says I was taking my baby cuz to get her hair done. I don't know how we got on this topic. I think that that was like a forty-something-year-old woman. No, I knew
1: that was a child from Baltimore.
0: (laughs) This baby said, "I'm gonna be on the news for child murder (laughs) at the age of." No,
1: she said, "I'm gonna be on the news."
0: The news. (laughs) I'm gonna have to. (laughs) She was like
1: (laughs) the Baltimore, Baltimore.
0: Oh my god. Okay. Mm, Hey, Boo.
1: The Baltimore, Baltimore. Jesus Christ.
0: Down, boots, bangles, buckles. Hey, Boo.
1: (laughs) You can go first.
0: My Hey, Boo is Francis Tiafo from PG County, Maryland, who had just beat Raphael Big Booty like Reggie Nadal. in the U.S. Open, his first quarterfinal of his career.
1: Uh, Congrats, first? I
0: think, oh, U.S. Open.
1: Oh, first U.S. Open, because I was like, I think he got to the Australian quarterfinal. Open quarterfinal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Congrats, kid.
1: Yeah, um, my hey Boo is Coco Goff.
0: Okay, okay, come on, black people.
1: She's doing, she's doing great, she's around I that for her I'm not watching but um
0: at some point you will
1: I'm rooting for her from afar
0: yes um meanwhile her. on twitter
1: oh that wasn't the meanwhile on twitter
0: no no um this man said a family member was scheduled for open heart surgery I learned that the surgeon is a black man which prompted me a black man double check that he's actually qualified he is and did a great job but i hate that we live in a system that made me question him
1: they i hope they fucking eviscerated his ass in the comments
0: his next tweet apparently it needs to be clarified i am complaining about affirmative action at elite institutions I am not at all suggesting it's reasonable to question a Black person because of their Blackness per
1: se. Nah, friend.
0: Um, affirmative action means giving qualified people a chance at the job, even if they're not white or men. He surely had to work twice as hard to prove himself. He stays licensed, has board exams, has the hospital's confidence in him. Do you always do what racists suggest? Correct. This has fake black Twitter account written all over it, but good luck to you. Correct. White women are the chief beneficiaries of affirmative action. But your first thought when your family is going under the knife with a black surgeon was whether they got there by AA. When black folks in these positions are usually way more qualified than their white colleagues.
1: Correct. Get his ass. Get her, Jade.
0: A screen grab of Lorenz Tate and it the caption just says, Nigga, what?
1: Gitter Jade.
0: This is absolutely disgusting. Even Jesus Christ of Nazareth himself wouldn't have gotten me to say this online. Correct. Having a hard time believing this is a black person. I'm 50 plus, and affirmative action is certainly not something anyone black would have. Would have at the front of their mind and to claim a cardiac surgeon would just get a pass to license her because he's black also betrays the poster
1: correct
0: I'm dancing a jig if my family member has to see a specialist who happens to be black I'll research the undergrad and med schools of other doctors correct did, but did dude just get on here and with his whole chest say he was participating in anti-blackness but blaming the system And is now doubling down on his anti blackness and blaming being tired? Sis. Correct. This could have stayed in the draft, sir. Also, me, a black man, girl, drop a photo. This is giving palm colored teen tees. Correct. Glossy white, eight and a half by 11. I can't. Right. The average Black person feels more secure when they have Black doctor or specialist. This post is suspect.
1: 100% uh, correct.
0: The raccoon shuffling off the buffalo. Gif. Uh, he ain't Black, y'all. Stop giving him your energy. Oh, my God. Um, November, India. Golf, golf, alpha. Whiskey, hotel. Alpha, tango.
1: I'm so upset.
0: Uh, This system didn't make you do anything. If you wouldn't have double-checked the qualifications of a white surgeon, then your own biases are the problem. Own up to things as an individual. Glad the operation went well.
1: Correct.
0: Let's go to the quotes.
1: Oh, that wasn't even the quotes?
0: No, this is just the replies. This is a white.
1: (laughs) 100%. Because if you have to say me, African American.
0: Me as a black I, man. Yeah.
1: I don't believe you.
0: Nice try. It's a picture of a cracker.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wasn't a black man the first one to ever do open heart surgery? Get in the box. It's the box of shame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, wasn't that Benjamin Banneker? Let me, I'm doing that off the dome, but let me not I, tank.
0: I feel like you might be correct. a black man (laughs) it's craig robinson if you say so (laughs) all right ruckus okay don't blame the system that was personal i've never questioned a black doctor i seek black doctors i trust black doctors fuck out of here correct Y'all think affirmative action means they get any random POC with no qualifications off the street and have them perform open heart surgery on people?
1: Uh, Daniel Hale Williams. Oh,
0: what, what did Benjamin Banneker do?
1: Uh, a whole bunch of other shit.
0: <laughs> this is a bot doing very bot things, presenting a prejudiced statement as if it's some profound reflection meant to stimulate intellectual discourse. Whole time, it's just racism. Be careful who you interact with, my friends. Correct. No one black actually gives a disclaimer that they're black.
1: Never needs to.
0: This is my favorite. Somebody quote tweeting asking why we're engaging. Like, you know your quote tweet is engagement.
1: So stupid.
0: This man said... Oh, it's a person in a white hood, but they're black. It's giving Blacks rule. (laughs) The biggest coon of them all. Correct. Man, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) He thought this guy was showing up and it's the young dude who was pretending to be a doctor. (laughs) Do you remember him? He was like a fake gynecologist but he was like a teenager.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: You blaming the system because you a coon?
1: Correct. It's giving coonery and buffoonery, friend.
0: It is. Okay, let's see what this video is giving. This is for all my girlies who are going through imposter syndrome at work. You are not a white man. Therefore, they did not hire you unqualified. Unqualified. I know that's right. Okay. Okay, last one. I see why Harriet Tubman couldn't save everybody. Meanwhile, on Twitter. Tweety, tweet, tweet, tweet,
1: tweet,
0: tweet. There's also a thing happening that I feel is just so fucking stupid. Like, first of all, there was a picture of some gay gathering and it was just like all fit white dudes. And people are coming for the guy. Like, where's the variety? Where's the da, da, da? and like, why are y'all mad that white people are dating and attracted to other white people? Why are we demanding diversity in white spaces if they don't want to invite black or Asians or whatever to their little sex party or whatever the fuck? Why do you care? Have your own fucking party. Why is it so important for white people to want to date us? And then there's this TikTok of this guy who went on a date with a woman from every all of the 50 states and a litany of black women stitching the video talking about the fact that there was no black women are you not embarrassed are you not ashamed stand up
1: i mean yeah like what if he doesn't want to date black women
0: he shouldn't have like where why why do you see a white man dating white women Oh, it was a
1: white man
0: yes
1: Oh, I thought it was a nigga.
0: I mean, that I could see some outrage about. That's why I was
1: like. But even still, what he eat don't make you shit. Leave his corny ass alone.
0: Right. No, a white man dated a white woman, 50 white women, one from each state. And there are a shit ton of black women stitching his video. Like, where's the diversity? Why they're all palm colored? Like, just say you like white men and go. Tamara, uh, we don't need it.
1: I'm turning my video off. You're done. You're finished.
0: <laughs> I'm sick of it.
1: I, yeah, I just feel like we would all be much happier if we stayed out of everybody else's bedroom.
0: Like, why are you in black like, people business?
1: There's too much uh, porn. There's too much OnlyFans. There's too much anything else. If you get bored, just go do it yourself and mind your own business.
0: It, there is I mean, like, I, you know, if a black man was on TikTok like, I'm dating a woman from all 50 states, and not a single one of those women was black, I would find that curious. Would I stitch the video and but like, also crochet? yeah. maybe a little object? Probably isn't into...
1: Is it into black women and like in that case you don't want his whack ass anyway?
0: I would I would find it funny, but like outrage, like the outrage of these black women to get on and stitch this man's video because he doesn't date black women or women of color. Who cares? He's white. Why are you Who in white people's business?
1: Who gives a shit?
0: Girl, go do something. Now they're calling us names in the comments, talking about we be we want to play a victim and we're outrage addicts and da da, da, da Because yo ass couldn't leave Chad and them alone. Let Chad be Chad, girl. Yeah, Chad I'm sure Chad there wants are white date, men who want to date you. It's we don't have to be included in everything.
1: Also, like, do you probably want to date this white man? He probably don't like I. Uh, Uh, a friend posted uh told me a story about a date she went on with a man and he was trying to push her head down to suck his dick and he wasn't gonna eat no pussy like there are there are so many variables that make physical intimacy with somebody potentially fucking garbage if they don't want you it's it's better the thing i've learned rejection is god's protection
0: most of the time
1: all the time yes lord have mercy
0: yeah that's it y'all we did it Um, we could talk about the bachelorette next week because last night was just like a fantasy suite um nobody went home though
1: we made it to 400 episodes I don't wow. know that we'll make four hundred more. <laughs>
0: send, us, send us money.
1: We did it. Put us on a we list. Did do it. We did do it. It only took us twelve years.
0: But you know, including like specialties and all the shit we have on our Patreon, we're well over a thousand episodes. I would say.
1: Oh, actually, no. We started in twenty thirteen, so not right. even ten. Not even ten years.
0: Nine years.
1: We did it. Congrats. Yeah
0: thanks everybody for being with us thank you for feedback writing calling we love you all thank you for being patient with us and um this is the day that the lord has made
1: but it's not the day for you to try it bye bye